Welcome to Money, Mindset, and Love with your host, Thomas DeShooter. As our title implies, this program is about so much more than money. We'll focus on the game of life and the best way to play it with empowerment, love, and financial freedom. Now, here's your host, Thomas DeShooter. Hi there, and welcome to Money, Mindset, and Love. I am your host, Thomas DeShooter. We are here on the Voice America Influencers Channel. And yes, we are definitely into 2019. Um, you know, one of the things I love to do, I've talked about this in the past, in setting up my year is actually creating a word. I shared this, so my word for the year is prosperity. And uh, what's what's interesting to me is how it's also worked out that I'm currently in the throes of uh, the 21-Day Prosperity Challenge, which I offered out uh, on our Facebook group, uh, the, the Money, Mindset, and Love Facebook group, to people to join and do this 21-Day Challenge. It's a test program that I've been running in terms of seeing how I can deliver something of this nature to the audience, to people out there where we can start creating prosperity in our lives at a higher level than what we maybe already have. And like I've said in the past, you know, creating one's life to me is, um, is what we're here to do. It's, it's what we are allowed. It's our right. It's our birthright to have a life that we want to live. And I know how easy it is to get sidetracked on that and to have that fall away to have that not be the case. And I've certainly had my uh, years of, uh, of surviving my life, so to speak. And it still comes up today where I get caught up in moments where life is coming at me instead of me being able to slow it down and attack life or approach life from the place where I want to come from versus life um, coming at me. And one of the, one of the keys to doing this is, is uh, manifesting things. So, you know, like my word for the year prosperity, uh, I've done vision boards in the past and it's surprised me how, when I pull up those vision boards years later, things that I've put on them, intentions that I've set for myself have actually come into being and have actually shown up in my life. And so, I would challenge anybody out there, if you haven't done stuff like this in the past, if you haven't set intentions for your life, or you haven't thought about manifesting things in your life, or you haven't created a word, you don't need New Year's Eve or New Year's Day in order to do this. You can start anytime. You can just decide right now that I want my life to go a certain way and start programming yourself to be thinking in those terms. And that's really what it's about is programming your mind to think and act in certain ways. And that allows you to slow down life and to start focusing your attention towards the things that you want to have show up. And it doesn't happen overnight. Some things might happen really quickly, but other things, they're going to take time. Because if you're like me, you've been programming yourself in a certain way for a very long period of time. And now you've got to shift that thinking around. You've got to turn that ship. And in my case, you know, I've been around for a while. It's a big ship that I had to turn. It's a lot of pre-programming from childhood to adolescence to being a young man that I had to start shifting and breaking down in order to start running my life from my perspective of, hey, how do I want my life to be? How do I want to show up in the world? What are the things that I want to see come in 
to being for my life. And that's really what the 21-Day Prosperity Challenge is all about. That's uh, the design behind that. We do some meditation work. We do a true statement every day. And we, we look at starting to reprogram ourselves and reprogram our subconscious so that we can have the life that we want to live. And I have a fantastic guest today uh, for, for everybody to, um, to enjoy who is, in my view, an expert at this. Uh, so I'm going to bring him on board now, and then um, and then we'll set up Kevin. I'd like to I'd like to read his bio while he's with us. So uh, it's Dr. Kevin Preston, and uh, I'm just bringing him in. There there he is, Hello. Dr. Kevin Preston. How are you, sir? I'm doing well. How are you, Thomas? I'm really great. So I'll just uh, I'll just read his bio here. So Dr. Kevin Preston began his studies of the body nearly 17 years ago after experiencing recurrent athletic injuries leading to surgeries and rehab. Always being a curious individual, he was driven to find answers and he came across acupuncture in his own healing journey and this changed the course of his future. He immediately became connected to the philosophy of holistic medicine, treating the whole body and mind, acting as if it's a complete system. How about that, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, contributing uh, oh sorry combining his scientific background with eastern medicine became his new adventure and one that continues today Dr. Preston has been in practice for 10 years continually refining and improving the diverse range of methods he's learned acupuncture herbal medicine biological medicine toxicity profiling and homotoxicology all being synthesized into a method he calls progressive Chinese medicine welcome to the show Dr. Preston, I'm, uh, I'm grateful to have you here. And uh, I set up the show, I don't think, uh, when I had you in the waiting room, I'm not sure you could hear what was going on, but what I set up on the show was talking about creating our lives, manifesting our lives, and, uh, you know, vision boards and words, et cetera, like that. Um, and I'm curious, for 2019, do you have a word for the year? I do, in fact, Yeah. <laughs> Would you like to share that with us? Yeah, I'm going to share it because the essence of the word, I think, would be best shared. And uh, the word for 2019 is collaboration. And uh, so maybe just give us a little bit, why does, why does collaboration show up for you as a word that, um, that you want to have sort of uh, help you design your next year? I think the overall is, uh, you know, each year, and I've been doing this for a bunch of years, and Picking a word for the year was given to me by a dear friend and colleague of mine, and I've kind of carried on the tradition, and it just seems like an extension from all the, the words that I chose previously, which I won't get into, but um, it's come to mind, you know, especially over the last couple of years, and especially this last year, it's all about relationships, and that's a, a big part of anyone's life, and, and to me, that's kind of become the most important thing of life. Maybe it is even the most important, and I thought, well, what would be, you know, the best for 2019 is, you know, doing collaboration with people or, or collaborating with people that are inspired to work together and, and uh, you know, synergy is everything, right? And it's that cumulative action that we all work together. You know, we have teams and uh, you're always greater as a team. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to collaborating with certain people this year and maybe people I don't even know yet and just staying open and curious and, and seeing what happens. Uh, that's awesome. You know, you said a couple of things there that uh, – you know, immediately I want to jump on. So 
in terms of collaboration, I mean, you and I know each other. We've known each other for a while now. And, and I sort of look at this uh, producing a show or putting together a show as a collaborative effort. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, nobody wants to listen to me talk for an hour. Like, I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure of that. And so having somebody like yourself, you know, join me on the show with your expertise and your knowledge and how you operate in your life is such a gift to be able to share that. And, and it's such a learning um, process for me as well. So, I, you know, for me, collaboration is absolutely huge. And then the other piece, um, the other piece that you shared was, uh, oh, gosh, I've forgotten. Terrible. I should have written it down. Uh, there was, but there was two pieces to what you said. The first one was the collaboration and then, you know, and obviously working together. That's important. Um, but let's talk a little bit about manifestation because something you've done that um, I've seen from my point of view is manifesting things into your life. And do you have a process that you use for that? Yeah, I guess a couple things. Um, first of all, I just wanted to thank you for having me on. I, I'm really grateful to be here. And I'm grateful for the collaboration that we've had in the past and, uh, and moving forward as well. So thank you very much for that. And, um, you know, in terms of manifestation, I'm certainly, you know, I don't view myself as any expert on the topic at all, but I have practices that I've been evolving and, you know, playing around with. And uh, I think you maybe do as well. And, you know, everything from having a morning ritual to kind of set up your day in the best way possible and over the last few years involving, you know, prayer, meditation, and sometimes just sitting. And actually another good friend of mine had mentioned that before, and I think you know him as well, but he has a, a sitting chair. It's just for thinking, you know, just sitting and thinking and, you know, taking time to slow down. And that's something that's become, you know, more in my consciousness, uh, especially this last year is just slowing down, stopping, taking a look around and finding that stillness inside and then things start coming up to the surface. And uh, I think in the past, I had a tendency to just be on the gas all the time, you know, and pushing, pushing and trying to, you know, trying to create and trying to manifest. But the word manifestation has become different in the way that I look at it now, kind of more of a more of a pull than a push. And, you know, maybe for all of us trying to find that balance in between of when do I push and when do I pull? And uh, I don't always have those answers for myself, for sure. But yeah, becoming still has been more of a practice in the the last year for sure. Right. And uh, so, yeah, the, the idea, there's this old saying from, I think I've mentioned this a number of times now, but there's this old saying, when you pray, move your feet. So what I'm hearing is, you know, something I believe is allowing life to come at me, right. As opposed to always being in reaction mode. So yeah. allowing, allowing life to, to come into me, but at the same time, I have to drive the bus. Like it's still, mm-hmm. it's still me setting the agenda, me saying, hey, this is what I want to create in my life and then allowing it to actually unfold. Yeah. The, you know, it's interesting, right? It's that, that balance and I'm sure there's many conversations that have been had on this topic about how much you have to take action and how much sometimes not taking action is actually what's required and knowing, you know, knowing when the difference is there of, of what, when to move forward and not move forward. And so that's what I'm trying to think of more now is, is being pulled into, you know, different areas or kind of following, you know, following those gut level instincts, but also being logical about it too and not trying to overthink. And I think you, what, you know, what you said earlier about, 
just, you know, constantly being on the go. I think sometimes for me anyway, when I've been in that zone, then I'm not as aware, you know, and I'm in reaction mode and I'm just, you know, thinking, thinking and, and trying to do all this stuff instead of just allowing things to show up in, in inspired ways and then taking, you know, really, you know, conscious action in the directions that I want to go in. And so now I'm kind of thinking about it more, you know, setting a compass direction of, I think this is the general direction I want to go in and starting to let go and kind of surrender how I think it should look and exactly how I want it to look. Cause I think in my, my own history, I get too mental about it, you know, and I know for a lot of us, we get stuck in our heads quite a bit at the time and trying to get out of the head, you know, down into the body a little bit more into the heart zone and into that gut kind of intuition. And that's where the magic starts to happen. It seems so. Right. It's the, uh, the B instead of do, right? Yeah. Actually just, you know, working on being instead of just constantly do, 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 do. Yes. Um, yeah. And I, and I remember now what, uh, what the first part was when you talked about collaboration, the other thing that came up for me when you were speaking about that was that I texted you and said, Hey, I think it's time that you're on the show. And you said, <laughs> I was thinking it was time for me to be on the show. Yeah. Coincidence, right? <laughs> I love that stuff. I love that stuff too. The synchronicity, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was the synchronicity of, of collaborating and working together and having it out there. And I love what you said too, is that, you know, you don't even know all the people that you might collaborate with, you know, for the year, for the next year and for the rest of your life. Right. And and again, it's the being and allowing whatever to unfold and kind of being able to stay within yourself and go, yeah, this is, this is actually the direction. It's time to go this direction now, right? If, if somebody pulls you in a certain direction that you maybe just met. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And trying to pay attention to it more. And, and that's kind of what I found for myself, which seems to be working on some levels and, uh, you know, being just really aware of where you are, you know, who you're talking to, the environment around you, because it seems like there's all these little cues that sometimes come up or these little opportunities that if you're paying attention, you're being really present. And to me, presence is, you know, not being in the mind as much or trying to find that, that heart zone, then the awareness just expands. And then you see maybe things that you didn't see before, even though you've been in that same room a thousand times or you've been with the same people like these little windows open up and then you catch glimpses of it and if you follow that it seems like that's where there's some magic potentially waiting as well right um yeah now i have a i have a request you have a great story that i want to share with uh the world and it is about manifestation and uh but we have to take a break so i don't want to start the story till we take the break so we're going to go for break and then when we come back uh, maybe we'll dive in a little bit into just how you set up um, and, and maybe some of the practices you had, like what, what does that look like so that people can get a practical sense of something that has actually worked for somebody else? Would that be okay? That would be awesome. Yeah. Okay, great. So we're going to take a quick break. You are listening to Money, Mindset, and Love on Voice America's Influencers channel. You can find us at moneymindsetandlove.com, and that's going to take you right to our Facebook page where we invite you to join our community. What are you going to get by doing that? We're going to increase your prosperity consciousness, your level of financial attraction through free financial resources used by the wealthy, access to financial and prosperity mindset training within the community. There's going to be meditations and a whole lot of great stuff we haven't even thought of yet. 
we are out to cause a positive shift in the financial lives of 1 million families by December 31st, 2024. And I welcome you to be one of those families. We'll be right back with Money, Mindset, and Love. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. Do you feel uneasy visiting a bank? Do you struggle to sit through a meeting with your financial advisor and leave having not fully understood what they were talking about? Are you blindly trusting that somebody else understands this better than you? Call Thomas the Shooter and the team at Bloom Strategies to create your financial future. Together, you will break down the game of money so that you win. Learn how to take control of your finances and make decisions based on your core values that put you in the driver's seat of your financial life. No more thinking that you don't get it. No more financial statements left unopened. And no more feeling like you are stuck in a world of scarcity. Join the conversation on Facebook at Bloom Strategies or go to bloomstrategies.com today. That's B-L-O-O-M-Strategies.com. Sustainable success is just around the corner. If you are an entrepreneur, business leader, or anybody looking for their next level of success, tune into Sustainable Success with host Chris Salem. Did you know that the path to success is a long path that started many years ago? The path you started on then determines what is happening now. Chris and his amazing guests in their field will help you navigate the path to sustainable success every Thursday at 12 noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Influencers Channel. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is on Instagram. Make sure you follow us and comment on our pictures from behind the scenes at our radio shows, live events, and around the network. We want to see what you have to share as well. Check us out on Instagram at Voice America Talk Radio. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You're listening to Money, Mindset, and Love. To reach the program today, call in to 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to thomas at thomasdeshooter.com. Now back to Money, Mindset, and Love. Welcome back to Money, Mindset, and Love. I am your host, Thomas Deshooter. We are speaking with Dr. Kevin Preston, TCM, traditional Chinese practitioner in TCM. And uh, when we went for break, I set up that uh, you had a great story of manifestation since we are talking about creating our lives and allowing ourselves to, to be and manifest things. And uh, I want to let you share whatever you want of this story. So, as much background or as little background, I'll, I'll maybe come in with some questions here or there. But if you don't mind, Kevin, maybe you just yeah. want to jump into to what you created. Okay. Yeah, thanks, Thomas. Just stop and interject, you know, wherever you want or clarify because maybe I could just unwind and, and roll for a while. Who knows? Uh, you know what? Basically, I, I'm assuming, of course, a lot of people know who Tony Robbins is. And, um, you know, for those that don't, it's easy to discover who he is just online and everything else. But um, I have a really good friend of mine and, uh, you know, him as well. And, and he used to talk about Tony. And this is before I really knew a lot about Tony. And I had heard of him and, you know, read a lot of literature out there and, and actually, you know, listened to some of his audios and things. I was just kind of in the mindset of, you know, self-development and, and personal development. And it was always appealing to me. 
And especially as being a practitioner, I always thought anything I can do to, you know, grow in knowledge or become smarter in any facet, maybe that could help somebody that I'm seeing. So, you know, I was kind of carrying on in that journey. And uh, this friend of mine said, hey, you know what, you got to come to, you got to come to Tony with me. It was a, a UPW event. And I said, yeah, you know, and I was just kind of brushing it off a little bit. He's like, you know, you got to promise you're going to come with me next time it's on the West Coast and uh, months and later. That's, that's Unleash the Power Within, right, is UPW. Is. Yeah, right? yeah, okay. thank you, Unleash the Power yeah. Within. So that time came, you know, and six months later, I, I found myself saying, oh, I, I did say I was going to go, didn't I? Okay, I'm going to come. And it turned out I had already booked a, a Chinese medicine continuing education seminar in the same vicinity, and it was literally like a day after when the Tony event was going to be. So that's kind of what I was talking about, that awareness, and just thinking, huh, that's really interesting. Well, I'm going to go anyway to that area. I made as well, you know, it was in the LA area, and I thought I might as well go. Okay, sure, like, let's do this. You know, not really knowing what to expect fully and just deciding I was going to show up with a, a curious and open mind. So we went. It was amazing, you know, for anybody that's been to Tony events, then you know what I'm talking about. It was, uh, it was really helpful for me in my life at that time. That was a few years ago. And uh, I got a lot from it. I got a lot from going and from the event. And uh, I think that actually helped the manifestation of future events after that, of just realizing where I was in my own life, you know, and knowing more about myself and, and my direction and where I wanted to go. So, you know, fast forward a few years, I, was, uh, I attended another UPW, another Unleash the Power Within, and, and took five other guys with me about a year and a half later and uh, had a great time again. But I remember being at the event and just thinking, you know, Tony, he's a special guy. I got to meet that guy. You know, I, I just had this moment in my mind where I'm like, I should meet him. I didn't really know why I came up. I just remember being curious about it at the event. I think, well, that's not original. You know, everybody probably wants to meet Tony. Look at what he's done and all the people he's helped and the, the millions of people that he's fed. And of course, you're going to want to meet Tony. But it, it felt different to me. I thought, I, I need to meet him without knowing why. And I just kind of left it. And, uh, you know, you fast forward a few more months. And I've listened to podcasts that Tony was on and, and different, you know, interviews that he's done and just kind of stayed on the thread of what he was doing in the world and just kind of felt this the connection to the bigger mission of helping people because that's very similar to my mission is, you know, through health and uh, Chinese medicine, getting people healthy and helping change their lives if I can in that way. And uh, so anyway, through this whole process, you know, I'm treating patients, seeing patients and um, one guy in particular, he was a friend of mine and he'd come to see me for treatment from time to time. He was struggling with a few things in his life and uh, alcohol was one of those things. And through that whole process, like I, I never really thought about that part of it too much. Just, you know, anybody that's coming to see me, I just want to help them as much as I humanly can at the time and wherever they're going in their life. And I want to help them get there in a really positive direction. So anyway, I, I'm just, you know, I'm thinking at this moment, you know, recurring, uh, recurring the history of events there, of just how grateful I am for all these, all these experiences to this time, you know, I have a, I have a question. Yeah. Um, so through this process, are you, are you uh, adding anything in like in your uh, morning practice, in your meditations about having this connection in the future? Yeah, great, great question. So through some of the Tony events, you know, making, and we had already maybe been on that pathway as a, a men's group that I'm a part of. 
prior of, uh, you know, making really great rituals in the morning, whether that's prayer, meditation, you know, breathing exercises. And, uh, you know, I think it was actually you that first introduced the Wim Hof method. Gosh, it's got to be a couple of years ago now or, or maybe yeah. more. And so, you know, doing that and incorporating the breathing, the cold showers, all those things. And while, <laughs> yeah. Put it in the pelvis. Huh? <laughs> and actually, for those of you who haven't seen Thomas with the beard, he kind of looks like Wim Hof. And the voice, pretty, pretty close, man. You could do a, a really great impersonation there for sure. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I really, I really loved diving into a lot of the morning ritual stuff and it just seemed to help ground and kind of anchor me. And through that process, I'd usually set an intention for the day, but then it'd also give me time and space to think about what do I want to see the next few months and, you know, who do I want to meet or where do I want to go? What kind of experiences do I want to have? And so I do these little mini meditations or just, I don't even know if I call it meditation all the time, just, you know, where you're sitting there envisioning stuff, you know, envisioning experiences or, or things that you want to see in the world and see for myself in the world or for my family or for patients as well. And so I started cultivating that every day regularly and then just building on it. So even, you know, even sometimes doing five minutes is better than nothing, but sometimes I'd be doing it for an hour or an hour and a half. And I, I don't think that the time was ever really relevant necessarily is the emotion or the intention kind of sitting down. And so that's, oh, that's so key, yeah. right? It's, it's one thing to, you know, look and go, Hey, I'd like this to show up in my life or my setting an attention for the day or even meditating. It's a whole other level to have the emotional energy and focus into it like that. That is what, in my view, actually brings it into being. It's, it, it's, yeah. you know, when you can get focused and bring the emotion to life for yourself, it's just a matter of time till it shows up. Yeah, that's kind of been my experience. And, you know, when things show up that I've been thinking about or, or envisioning, it always kind of blows me away. I'm like, huh, that, that just happened. That's really interesting. That's something I've been envisioning for a year or two years or, or whatever. Because as a human, I, you know, I can definitely get stuck in my head too, where you still, you know, get that self-doubt happening of, you know, that's never going to happen. And then I think, no, no, I'm, I'm not diving into that. So I've been much more effective in my own life at not diving in and, and letting the mind kind of run with it and just sinking back into the body. And that's actually where the Wim Hof method and other breathing techniques I've used, they really help you get into your body more. And if I can get into my body, for me, that's been the pathway. So exercise, being outside in nature, those are vehicles that I've found, you know, really effective for me to be present. And that's exactly what I was meaning. Like being really present for a two or three minute vision session or meditation is way more effective than sitting there for an hour distracted or, you know, not really paying attention to what you're doing. Monkey so, brain going on, right? Yeah. And yeah. that definitely still happens for me, but it's like the more I do it, the more that becomes less of an issue. And every day is a little different. Sometimes it's more of a challenge than others. But I find if I move my body and do breathing exercises first, then that just instantly gets me in the zone. So thank you again for introducing us to the Wim Hof method when you did. And uh, that's, uh, I still come back to it all the time and, you know, hop in the shower, straight cold and where I live right now, this time of year, oh man, that water is, is cold, it's super cold. So, uh, you know, you have to be so present when you get in there. And uh, anyway, I have done envisioning specifically related to what we're talking about, like that connection with Tony 
in those right. moments and in those morning kind of meditation sessions of, I want to meet him. I don't know why. I just feel like it would be good, you know, and, and maybe there's some good that can come out of it that I don't even know about yet. And so I did start thinking about it then and would put it into meditation. And uh, actually, now that I'm thinking about that, a big part of that morning practice is gratitude exercises. And uh, I know you do that as well. But generally, the structure I follow is, um, and I think this was actually through Tony, if my memory serves me, but, you know, three things that you're grateful for in the past, and they don't have to be big moments, just little moments even, or, or big moments, you know, life-changing moments that you're so grateful for. I have been grateful for a paperclip. <laughs> awesome. Seriously. Like, who invented the paperclip? And man, have I needed them at times. Like, where's a, you know, like you're actually like, where's a paperclip? I need one. <laughs> so, yes, I have been grateful and I oh, am grateful for the paperclip. That's what I mean. It can be the, the smallest thing. Just like that's such a good example. Or, or so I'll, I'll dive in and think about that and, you know, have that in almost like a meditative form. And really feel it, just like what you said, like feeling it in the body and I'll stick with it until I feel like a visceral change in my system where I'm feeling the emotion of it. It's not enough for me to just think about it. That's, that's kind of how I started. But the more I dive in, the more like feeling that deeply. And then I'd move on to three things that I'm really grateful for, like in the present moment. And, you know, I look around my bedroom. I'm thankful for this roof over my head or I'm thankful for breakfast that I'm going to be able to cook today and the food that's in the fridge, like anything that's more present. And then I would focus on three things in the future that I want to happen that haven't happened yet. And that's where I began. And this is going back a couple of years now where I did envision meeting Tony and, you know, all the different circumstances, how that could come about and just enjoying that moment and really feeling it as if it had happened. And, you know, other things that I wanted to see happen in my life that hadn't happened. And it's, it's crazy what the brain will do. Like, it doesn't know the difference. Once you're at that deep level of feeling it emotionally, it doesn't matter if it has or it hasn't happened yet. You can feel like I've been so excited and grateful in some of those moments for stuff that hasn't happened yet. But it just seems so real in the moment. Right. So, for you, it's, uh, there's three things from the past right? Yep. Then there's three things that are present, like right now. And then there's three things that you're thinking about in the future that you want to have unfold. And you're already being grateful for them as if they've happened. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Okay, great. Um, and you know what, I think uh, we're gonna, we're gonna move through our commercial break and just eat up some time here. So just keep going and, uh, and <laughs> okay, thank you know, you. We'll, we'll figure it out later. All right. Sounds good. Yeah. So I guess, trying to tie this together and, and not take up your whole afternoon is, you know, coming up, uh, maybe you've heard of, uh, you know, people listening, maybe they've heard of date with destiny, which is another Tony Robbins event. He does once a year in Palm beach, Florida, and uh, once a year in Australia, I believe. And I had thought about that event after doing the UPWs. I thought, you know, this is the next one I want to attend. And that was back in, you know, early, must have been, no, maybe late 2016, I was thinking about it. I thought, I'm not going to get there this year. Okay, 2017, I want to try and get there. And suddenly, you know, sometimes with time, it just goes by. And suddenly, we're, we're nearing the end of 2017, maybe late 2017. And I heard from this friend of mine who... And this is I, the one that you mentioned earlier that was having some challenges. And yes. you were always there supporting. Yeah, and he, um, you know, so he had an issue with alcohol in his life went through a whole bunch of life experiences around that and, you know, was, was suffering and, and challenged by it. 
and decided to turn his life around and became really empowered. You know, got to AA, had some really great friends of his, you know, sort of intervene and, and get him on the right path. And he got a beautiful mentor. And uh, that mentor made a, a world of difference for him. And he just started shifting and changing. And I saw it all the way through. And I was kind of there through the whole process from start to finish. I'd see him for treatment. And, you know, we go for a coffee once in a while or dinner and just connect because we, we always got along really well. And I just always wanted to hear from him. And such a great heart, that individual, you know, and uh, just how, how great this guy is. And you're starting to see him reach his potential. So anyway, I think um, it might, maybe it was October or something like that. And he called me because I had actually tried to get him to come to a Tony event with me previous. And it, it hadn't taken place. So he calls me. He's like, Kevin, guess what? <laughs> I'm going to day with destiny and I got invited. I'm going down. I'm so excited. And, and I probably was as excited or more excited for him. He had never been to a Tony event. I thought, wow, this is going to be huge for him. He was sober by that point, And I, I think maybe for a year, roughly if my memory serves me, but doing really well, you know, turned his life around, became, you know, really authentic and just humble and went through the 12 steps process. And uh, it was beautiful to watch. And, you know, so I'd seen him a bit through that process. And we'd be chatting all the time and, you know, chatting about life and chatting about what we want to see moving forward and just, you know, both working on our own stuff. And so when he called told me that I was just over the moon for how much I believed he was going to get from going to the event because I got so much from going to those events as well. And uh, so we got together. I remember having dinner with him maybe a month beforehand and he was just excited and we were chatting about all this and just, you know, building the excitement. I thought, I, I'm not probably going to make it this year, but I'm going to do everything I can. And, and I thought, well, you know, there's always 2018. We'll see what happens. I didn't have a ticket or anything. And, uh, you know, fast forward a little bit more. And I, I think, you know, if my memory's right on this one too, maybe it was four days before Date with Destiny, he calls me and he's like, hey, listen, <laughs> I might have a spot for you. I just need to know, could you go if it happens? I'm not saying it's going to happen for sure. Like I'll find out pretty quick. I just need to know, could you go? And I, and I just was, you know, super excited thinking, you know, I got into my mind right away of like, Oh, but I got all this stuff next week and I have all my schedule booked up and yeah, you know what? I'm going to figure out if it happens, I'll, I'll do it. I'll, I'll be there. And so I can't remember now if he called me later that day or the next day and said, Hey, I got a spot for it. You're in. And I'm just sitting there just, you know, grateful again and so excited. Like, wow, this is amazing. And then I thought, well, hang on, you know, how much is the ticket? And, you know, I got to book a flight and these kind of things. Like, no, no, hang on. Like through my connection here, you're coming with me and you're going to be in the VIP sets. You know, you're going to be invited as a, a guest. We're going to be sitting in the VIP section. <laughs> so, you know, my, my mind just exploding for sure. So excited, yeah. you know, having been to events before and this is something I wanted to see happen and suddenly it's happening. And I just, you know, it was those moments where I'm like, I can't believe this is happening right now. This is, you know, three days away. I'm going to date with destiny. How, how great is this? Right. Right. You know what? We, we, we are going to take a break. And then when we come back, we'll, we'll talk about just how great that experience ended up being. Uh, thank you, by the way, for sharing, uh, sharing this with us, Kevin. I really appreciate it. You're listening to Money, Mindset, and Love on the Voice America Influencers Channel, and you can find us at moneymindsetandlove.com. And I welcome you to give our Facebook page a like and join us and join the community and start being uh, a contribution to all of us because I know 
for anybody that's listening out there, there is great stuff within you that all of us are dying to, uh, to understand and know about you. So give us a, give us a try on moneymindsetandlove.com. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. Do you feel uneasy visiting a bank? Do you struggle to sit through a meeting with your financial advisor and leave having not fully understood what they were talking about? Are you blindly trusting that somebody else understands this better than you? Call Thomas the Shooter and the team at Bloom Strategies to create your financial future. Together, you will break down the game of money so that you win. Learn how to take control of your finances and make decisions based on your core values that put you in the driver's seat of your financial life. No more thinking that you don't get it. No more financial statements left unopened and no more feeling like you are stuck in a world of scarcity. Join the conversation on Facebook at Bloom Strategies or go to bloomstrategies.com today. That's B-L-O-O-M strategies.com. Are you ready to move to your next level? Listen for Empowering Women, Transforming Lives with host Rebecca Hall Greider. Each show will focus on a central topic with discussion, guests, and your questions being featured. Our show is perfect for women who feel a call in their heart to step out in a bigger, more powerful way in their life and just need some encouragement, inspiration, and practical steps to support them on their journey. Empowering Women, Transforming Lives can be heard live every Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. And join us for a replay of the show on Wednesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Become a member of VoiceAmerica.com. It's easy and best of all, it's free. Start out by going to our homepage or any of our channels and click register at the top. Once you've created an account and signed in, you can create your own custom library, opt into our newsletter, search by show, host, guest, or topic of interest, or browse millions of hours of content across all of our Voice America radio channels. Membership gets you more. Visit VoiceAmerica.com today to get started and tailor the listening experience to your taste. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You're listening to Money, Mindset, and Love. To reach the program today, call in to 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to thomas at thomasdeshooter.com. Now back to Money, Mindset, and Love. Welcome back to Money, Mindset, Love. I'm your host, Thomas DeShooter. We are on the Voice America Influencers Channel. I am sitting, well, not sitting, actually. I'm standing uh, at a uh, stand-up desk. And Kevin, our our guest, uh, Dr. Kevin Preston, is sitting at home. I thought sitting was bad for you. Isn't that uh, like This is a short-term thing. I went, uh, I skied cross-country yesterday, 30 kilometers, and I could feel my body today, so I'm I'm awarding myself some sitting time. (laughs) That's awesome. All right, so... Where we left off, coming back here, we've got uh, this friend of yours um, reaches out and says, hey, I, I've got a ticket for Date with Destiny. I think, hold tight. He calls you the next day. It's on. You're like, how am I going to, okay, now I got to book a flight. How am I going to stay there? The accommodations, all of this stuff's going through your head. And he says, no, 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 the ticket's, the ticket's paid for. You're in VIP. But you're still, if I have the story correct, at this point, you're still thinking, 
how am I going to get there and where am I going to stay? Correct? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Totally correct. All right. Take us away. So I think that was at the point in the conversation where, you know, and I, I'm just giddy, you know, and I, I think I'm a child trapped in an adult body anyway at the best of times. So I'm, I'm like the, the smile on my face is, is massive. And, and I just, I'm feeling into the moment of how amazing this is. Like I'm going, but then, you know, my logical brain kicks in. It's like, Oh, I got to book a flight. I got to book a hotel and I'm going to make this happen. I'm, I'm going. And he's like, no, I, I, uh, I forgot to tell you, you don't have to worry about a flight. You're going to be on Tony's plane with me. <laughs> I was ah. like, excuse me, <laughs> what did you say? And he's laughing. Like he's laughing full out. Cause he's waiting to drop that bomb on me for sure. Knowing, knowing my head's going to explode more, even more than yeah. it has already. And uh, I don't even know what I said. I just remember pausing in that moment, like, okay, okay, yeah. So are you, hang on a second. I don't need to book a flight. I'm going to fly with you on Tony's plane. And he's like, yeah, yeah, that's exactly what's going to happen. So I, uh, man, just those moments, you know, and I'm just uh, grateful in this moment thinking back to that phone call of how, how amazing it was. He's like, you just have to book yourself a hotel. That's all you got to do. And I did that, found a place to stay. And yeah, within a few days and talking to my family about it, like, Hey guys, I'm, I'm going to day with destiny and I'm flying on Tony's plane. That's, that's what it sounds like. But still there's that self doubt in inside sometimes. Like, I wonder if this is actually going to happen. It's a few days away. And anyway, long story short, I drove down to Abbotsford and picked those guys up. And the next morning, yeah, we pull into the little terminal there and there's, there's his plane sitting there <laughs> and just for did it have, have a TR on the tail? It yeah, it totally yeah. had the TR on the tail fin. And I'm just <laughs> giggling to myself because at that point I didn't tell anybody except for my immediate family. Cause it was one of those things, like it's just almost like so sacred and so, so coveted. And I've been thinking about, these moments and, you know, thinking about going to date with destiny and suddenly it's happening. And, um, you know, little did I know where, where that would all lead, but you know, just, just amazing pulling in there and uh, you know, those moments in our lives, right. There's moments you don't forget. So I use that as gratitude practice in the morning sometimes where I think back to those moments, how I felt walking through that little building and seeing his plane sitting there all on its own, you know, the TR I'm like, wow, this is actually really happening. <laughs> Still not fully believing it, and then pretty soon, you know, talking to the pilot and getting on the plane and sitting down and thinking, like, I'm sitting on Tony's plane now. How surreal is this? And right. trying, you know, trying to act grown up and mature, being <laughs> inside, wanting to, you know, jump around like a crazy person and, uh, and enjoy the moment, which I did inside. And I'm sure it squeaked out a little bit here and there. Just, you know, I, I couldn't contain it. But beautiful, beautiful moment. So humbling, so grateful. And I have to say, it was the best flight I ever had, you know, normally for us, you know, coming out of Vancouver, taking, you know, a few layovers or whatever it might be to get to uh, West Palm Beach, Florida, 10 hours, 12 hours, 14, you know, whatever it might have been. And instead, you know, it's like a straight shot, five hours on the plane <laughs> straight in there and, you know, eating amazing food and, and having amazing service and uh, being on the plane with some really amazing humans, you know, some amazing people that were going down. And um, that was as, as good as anything was, you know, getting to connect with some of the people there and, you know, becoming friends with them. And I'm friends with them to this day. And they become really dear people in my life, everybody that was on the plane. And uh, so then we land 
And, uh, you know, one of the gentlemen on the plane says, oh, you know, when we get there, they're going to come pick us up and then we're going to go to Tony's house. And that was also the first I had heard of that. I'm like, what? What's happening right now? You know, and, you know, then, then my heart's beating. I'm like, is this really happening? Is Tony going to be at his house? I was like, yeah, of course he's going to be at his house. He's going to do an event in a day or two. And the, uh, the friend I was there with, he's looking at me because I think he knew. And, uh, you know, just, just these waves of more gratitude and moments of excitement and nervous too. Like, I can't believe this is, this is coming up. And so, yeah, we, we land, we get in. You've, and I think you've, my, <laughs> you've got to be pinching yourself like this. I must be sleeping. Yeah. The whole, like, the whole set of days was like that. I'm going to the event. This is something I've always wanted to go to and I'm going on his plane to get there. And now I'm going to his house. And then it was brought to my attention that, well, yeah, we're going to be having, you know, like a turkey dinner there, like an early Christmas turkey dinner. <laughs> I just, I think I couldn't stop giggling. I was trying to contain it inside. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we land. The, uh, you know, the team of drivers comes and picks all of us up and takes us to Tony's house. And I remember pulling up, you know, seeing the ocean, seeing all the palm trees and just being in Florida because I'd never been in Florida before as well. And there we are pulling up to his gate. And, you know, the security's there and we, we pull in and I remember getting out and Tony comes walking out the front door, greeting everybody, hugging everybody as he does, you know, because there's friends and family involved there. And here's me not knowing really any of those people except for the, the friend that I was there with and being invited into this scenario. And he comes up, you know, hi, I'm Tony. And, you know, shaking his hand. And that guy is so present, you know, Tony is an amazing human being and, uh, you know, in many ways, but one of his gifts, as I've come to realize is his ability to be present with anybody he's talking to, like, he doesn't know me at that point. And he's like, come on, guys, come on in, let's show you around and just so welcoming, so sincere, so genuine. And mm. um, that was amazing, you know, especially after being to events. And reading his books and listening to audio tapes and, and all of it. And then meeting this guy in person. And I, I have to say like, he, he's the real deal. He's never forgotten where he's come from. He's a humble human being. Mm. And yeah, my experience is both, you know, in person and meeting him at the events, just so top notch. And uh, so there I am walking around Tony's house and going out to the patio, going out to the backyard and looking, and there's a super moon that night too, early December that year, 2017, super moon. And it was just, you know, hanging low in the horizon. It was getting dusk outside. The waves are crashing. I'm standing there on the ocean. I just remember looking out over the ocean, feeling so much gratitude, I could hardly contain it. And, you know, trying to be present, but almost not being able to, because it seems so surreal. Like, is this really happening? And right. then I, I looked on my side, Tony's standing right there. You know, you get that sense, somebody's standing beside you, and you're like, and it's him. And he's just looking out, and uh, we're, you know, we're all talking about the super moon and just how beautiful it was. And, you know, then we, we go inside, and he's like, all right, who wants to uh, tour the house? Showed us all around, showed us all the, uh, the, the tools and things that he uses to stay healthy. And, you know, being a medical geek, for sure, I was so interested in all that stuff and cryo tanks and all, all the rest, right? And, yeah mingling, talking with people, meeting and connecting with some amazing people there. And uh, pretty soon, yeah, we're sitting down having dinner and my name is on the plate, you know, the little place card. And I still have it to this day. And uh, it's just one of those things. I grabbed it and shoved it in my pocket and, and wished and hoped that nobody saw me do it. <laughs> like, this guy stealing, stealing the name card. It's just your name, dude. Like, 
<laughs> but, I get it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I had to. Yeah. Yeah. That is so awesome. What a great, uh, what a great story. And you know, I'm sure there's many people that might think this is a bit foo-foo, woo-woo stuff or whatever, but I, you know, I know you, I know who you are, I know how you show up in the world, and um, I know that if this is what you wanted to have happen, that you were putting some real uh, energy behind it, some real thoughtfulness, and, uh, you know, you didn't just, I mean, you didn't just manifest meeting him. You actually manifested <laughs> dinner at his home, which is like, that's like next level, Kevin. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, when I think about it now, it still seems kind of surreal to me. And um, yeah, just, I mean, the whole series of events. And then, you know, so we have dinner, we hang out. I got to chat with him further. I got to chat with his amazing wife, uh, as she's known, Sage and what an amazing, beautiful human. And her parents were there and they're some of my favorite people that I've ever met. They're like some of the nicest people ever and uh, right. great role models. And it just felt like being with family, even though I'd never been there, but everybody was just so humble, warm, welcoming. And it, it was easy, you know, it was uh, easy and everybody's just being themselves. And uh, so it was easy to kind of settle in and feel comfortable that way in spite of this like, dream that's just occurred you know for me so we ended up hanging out there a bunch of the evening played games and things and you know we also didn't want to be those people that just hung out forever <laughs> and like, <laughs> i guess that wouldn't leave yeah like we should probably go you know we don't want to be like these guys are still here <laughs> but anyway so we we took off uh, later in the evening it was just amazing and i remember getting to my hotel and uh, i don't remember if i slept that night or not i just bouncing off the walls and then also being excited to tell other people the experience. Cause, uh, and Tony talks about this at events, you know, what's the first thing you want to do when something really amazing happens to you or an experience you want to share it. So I was just like bursting at the seams of who can I call right now or who, who can I share this with? And so I, I waited and, uh, I sent a few messages the next day. And, and one of those is one of my, my dear friends and he's a probably a bigger Tony fan than I am. And that was uh, something that I feel excited about to this day was just sending him a picture of the plane and a picture of Tony and I together in Tony's house and not saying a word and just sending them the pictures and just waiting for the response, which was so epic also. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just, uh, it's just fun. I love having fun as well. And it was, yeah, it was just an amazing experience. And this is all before the events even happened. Right. You've already like, you've already like next leveled your life and you haven't even done date with destiny yet, which is what it's six days, isn't it? It is six days. Yeah. Six yeah. days, like 12, 14, 15 hours a day. Right. And I know we're going to be, we're going to be, yeah, we're going to be coming up close to our time. So maybe just uh, yeah. share a little bit about, you know, what the VIP section was like at, at date with like date with destiny, just that next level of, of being there. And the other thing I want to touch on Kevin is just, uh, why your friend invited you. Yeah. Like, cause I think that's really important. Yeah. So getting registered for the event was great. We got our own lineup, you know, it was uh, guest seating and yeah, it was amazing. Just walking in and going straight to the front, right, left-hand side of the stage and kind of having its own little section of, you know, special guests, you know, people that have been invited by Tony to be, be there or friends and family or, you know, some connection to Tony. And I'm finding myself sitting in that group 
and met amazing people. You know, there's, there's people that I met that, uh, you know, I've read their books and I, I've listened to their podcasts or I've seen them on, on TV maybe. And, uh, yeah, so some really great people in that group and, uh, you know, end up making some connections in that group that I still have to this day, just top level humans. And, uh, just, you know, the synchronicities, right. Of who you meet and who you connect with and collaboration, uh, the, exactly the, the collaboration that can happen. So I got so much out of being at the event and then also, you know, just being in proximity to Tony for six days, in a row, you know, being so close to the stage and just being close to the energy that he brings and the people in the group and just, you know, the event itself is just remarkable. And, uh, you know, I know he has that documentary, I'm Not Your Guru, but uh, to me that doesn't really touch on much of the event. Like you get a little taste, but it's hard to describe until you've been there in person. And uh, being there in person, I had like, you know, little breakthroughs and big breakthroughs almost daily or multiple times a day. So I just felt like I got so much out of being at the event, but also just the experience of where I was at in the event and who I was speaking to and connecting with and just so much fun Mm -hmm. also, you know, while you're working on your life stuff and, uh, you know, flying back on the plane afterwards. And uh, I guess he needed his plane. So the gentleman that he is, he chartered a different private plane for us and, and, uh, you know, some of the people that went down for all of us to get back. And uh, that plane was dynamite as well. And just there I am again, wondering like how this has all come together. But through the event, you know, I was able to interact with my dear friend a lot, you know, and chat with him and you're working in groups and different things. And we had had a lot of chats through the event. And, you know, it was kind of always on my mind of like, why am I here? Why did you pick me to go? And I, you know, I I didn't want to ask him, but I did want to ask him and, you know, we're close. And I don't even remember if I asked him, but he shared with me, you know, I think it was on the last day and there's lots of time during the event to dive in, you know, deeply. So you end up having emotions come up and all kinds of things. But when we were chatting, you know, and actually just to add a little bit more, I think there was somebody else that was meant to go in my spot. And for whatever reason, they couldn't make it or they they chose not to go or, or something like that, as far as I can understand. And that's also what allowed me to go and for that spot to become available. And he said you've helped me so much through all the stuff that I've been through. And like, I was just so grateful for that. Cause in my mind, I was thinking like, I don't think I really did anything special. It was just doing what I do for anybody that comes to see me. I just, you know, I'm there to help them however I can. And he said, you know, you've helped me more than you'll ever know. And he also mm-hmm. said, which, you know, was like made me so emotional in the moment. He said, you never judge me. Mm-hmm all the times I saw you and going through all my stuff, like you never judged me. And I think in that moment I was, you know, he was crying and I was crying. I was just like, wow, that's what it comes down to. Just at at that human level. Cause I never imagined that was the mechanism and how it come to meet Tony. And so even though I had meditated about meeting him, when I went snowboarding the year before I was sitting on the chairlift meditating about meeting Tony and they're probably wondering who's this guy sitting over there, you know, totally silent and not moving. But yeah, the whole chairlift ride up, I'd be meditating, envisioning, you know, many aspects of my life, but meeting Tony was one of them. And that was like a full year before this actually happened. And I spent a lot of time doing that actually, but I never imagined that that was the pathway of like, how, how do you script that because of his alcoholism and his turning his life around and meeting the people that he met and all the synchronicities in his life 
Then he gets invited to date with Destiny and to his house and invites me to come along because I didn't judge him and just showed up. Beautiful. Like, yeah. Thank you. You know what? Uh, we're at the end of our time, Kevin. Thank you so much for sharing that. And I remember when you told me of why he invited you that you never judged him. I remember I cried. I got really emotional when you shared yeah. that with me. You've been listening to Dr. Kevin Preston on Money, Mindset, and Love. Thank you for joining us today. We'll see you next week. Thank you for being with us today on Money, Mindset, and Love. Please join host Thomas DeShooter for another amazing show next Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time and 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. And have yourself a great week.